0: Welcome to Making Sense with Dustin Lemontang from Research Capital. My name is Bryn Griffiths and Dustin joins us as always. How are you doing today? I'm uh, doing real good, Bryn. How's yourself? Fine, thank you. Today's topic is China crackdown. Let's jump in on that one.
1: Yeah, I, I think uh, in, in the last uh, six weeks or so we've seen, and, and it's been building for a while, I think it started in in uh, Hong Kong um, you know, with, with uh, the Chinese government cracking down on, on Hong Kong, essentially bringing Hong Kong into the fold of uh, Mother China. Um, it, 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 China is uh, imposing regulations uh, on various industries in the name of uh, promoting what they're calling common prosperity. So uh, essentially they're, they're looking at reducing that wealth inequality. You've got a certain segment in China that is becoming ultra-rich uh, multi billionaires and, uh, you know. A huge amount of multimillionaires in the country, but then of course you've got people making uh, 80 cents an hour in factories as well. So I think they're they're looking at trying to bridge that gap a little bit, um, and it's had a dramatic impact on the uh, on the stock market in China. Of course, what markets hate is government intervention. They want free flow of capital and ideas uh, and investment. And whenever the government gets sticks their nose into uh, into a stock market or an industry. Uh, there's a negative reaction. Whether that uh, is warranted or not, it's it's definitely the optics uh, in the short term. So uh, China right now, if you look at the the Hong Kong market, it from peaked trough uh, in the last uh, years is in a bear market currently. So uh, and bear market typically characterized by down 20% or more. Um, And and I I don't know that that's going to uh, let up Anytime soon because you've had a uh, a, a company um, uh, called uh, Evergrande, and Evergrande is a, a huge property developer in in China, uh, with with tentacles worldwide as well. I think they have a lot of. Um, uh, in in other Asian countries and law operations in Africa as well. So, uh, but apparently uh, Evergrande owes uh, money to the tune of about $300 billion. So there's, there's some people that think if they, if they do go bankrupt without some type of a backstop from the Chinese government, that it could be uh, almost like a a layman uh, effect that we saw in 2008. I, I don't have that viewpoint. I think from the reading that I've done is that um, it, it's probably manageable. Uh, now, it, if it goes to other sectors, because there's these uh, they call them uh, gray elephants, uh, w- which is essentially these these companies in China that are operating that they they feel that are building properties with nobody in them. You might have seen the the YouTube videos where there's 60 million empty apartments in in China and so yeah. forth. Um, so the b- because it's such a closed market and we don't really know all the ins and outs, we we don't really know the the overall reaching effect that uh, you know a, a property contagion could have in in China for the rest of the world. but um, I, i'm I'm thinking it's short- term noise. I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm more, more concerned on the impact this, uh, this common prosperity, uh, regulations are having on uh, some of the other sectors like the technology and internet companies. And, uh, they've been cracking down on for-profit education, uh, online gaming. I guess there's a, a problem with young people in China being addicted to online gaming. So they're, they're starting to regulate that. Um, and, and literally it's erased hundreds of billions of dollars in, in stock market uh, equity in the last uh, y- even in the last couple of months so uh, you you combine that with uh, they're looking at other sectors such as biotech and casinos um, of all things i thought casinos would have been off the radar but they're now looking at imposing regulations in uh, in macau um i, w- I was uh, had the opportunity to visit macau in uh, in 2013 did a trip to hong kong and macau and uh Macau is kind of like Vegas of the Orient you know they build these huge it's, it's built on the ocean and they build these huge casinos there's a big strip of them and um, I, I thought they would just let that operate like the Wild West but apparently they're looking at uh, imposing some regulations so.
0: Hey, let me ask you about Hong Kong because I would have to think when you're talking about common prosperity that's going to take Hong Kong's probably going to take a
1: hit is it not? Yeah, with without a doubt. I mean, Hong Kong is a very wealthy city. Yeah. A lot of a lot of billionaires. Uh, A lot of, you know, the uh, Western bank based banks and Asian banks are headquartered in Hong Kong, um, including, you know, Canadian banks and insurance companies have some uh, huge operations there. Uh, Manulife is one that comes to mind that has a large, large operation in Hong Kong. So uh, I think as the as the Chinese crack down on on Hong Kong and and start turning it, uh, you know, towards more of a communist uh, regime. Uh, you're going to see money fleeing Hong Kong, uh, you know, in 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 huge numbers. Right. And and make no mistake about it. Part of the housing problem in Canada is caused by this money fleeing Hong Kong. That's it's Canadian. Uh, I think the the estimate was about 300,000 uh, Canadian citizens in in Hong Kong. Um, well, they're they're buying properties in Toronto and Vancouver and Montreal and wherever else they can, uh, pushing up prices because they want to get their money out. Yeah. And that is in turn, that's making it unaffordable to buy housing in those cities, right? So, an average, uh, an average middle income um, couple, you know, with a couple of kids can't afford to live. You know, within an hour's drive of the GTA. Now they got to go way out. They're buying houses in Kitchener and and uh, Kingston, and uh, you know, so Brantford. They're going way out, and same same thing. They're just going further down the valley in Vancouver, right? Yeah. They Can't afford to buy in Vancouver, so they're going out to Chilliwack and so forth. So, um, and, and that's not going to stop unless the government puts some sort of curbs. Uh, I don't know how you can curb capital. It's very hard. Uh, capital is very fluid, and smart people will find a way using trusts and corporations to to bypass whatever government rules um, they put in place. Uh, they can they could put in foreign taxes and stuff like that, but um, it's very tough.
0: So, if somebody's looking to invest money, and we always bring it to this with this uh, crackdown in China. D- are you leery right now to take a look at anything over there? How how would you approach this if somebody was coming
1: to you saying, "Here we go," you know? For myself, for my for my own capital and uh, some clients that have a little bit higher risk tolerance, I've ventured into some of the uh, the casino stocks based in the U.S um uh I, I won't get into the names of them somebody can call me if they want to talk s- stock specific. Um, I don't want to re- be responsible for somebody uh, you know buying something on a whim. so uh i I have ventured into some of the the casino stocks with operations in Macau because they've been beaten up here and I like to bottom feed sometimes in certain sectors so yeah, uh, I find you can make good money that way, um, you know when things turn around. so yeah, I'm, I'm looking at opportunities definitely. I'm more looking at the uh, the commodities complex though, and and what uh, what impact the China crackdown can have on uh, on their economy in terms of demand for things like uh, you know raw, raw materials and mining and uh, energy. So uh, d- definitely, it's it's uh, to me it's it's sort of the 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 greatest story of the year that hasn't been talked about right? Because you have this contagion going on in, in China right now, cracking down on their companies and it, an erosion of stock market capital. And the the media hasn't really covered it to, to any great degree. Um, but it, it's a big story and, and it's impacting capital markets here. You can bet it, bet on that.
0: Well, that's it for today. We'll have more helpful hints coming your way in our next podcast. And just a reminder, the markets and financial numbers, they change frequently. So what is said today by us can easily change by later today and overnight. Dustin, how do people get a hold of you?
1: You can give me a call on my cell phone, 780-905-7729, or uh, you can email me at dlamontangue at researchcapital.com.
0: And don't forget to check out the website too, which is researchcapital.com. Thanks for listening to Making Sense. Have yourself a great day.